good evening and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. Does everyone just love how he mentions Simon He? He, like I know him. How Simon mentions Cherry Ice. Yes. In, um, <laughs> beautiful Ice. Beautiful Ice, yes. yes. Yeah. It tastes like Cherry Ice, right? Yes. And I, I, thought, I want to add the cream smile on What that, a but. fantastic <laughs> homage to us. <laughs> cherry That's what ice it cream is. smile. I know. It is. He's right. I suppose it's very nice. <laughs> He's right. so nice. nice. <laughs> it's cherry so ice. It's, there is nothing better than being with you, right? Yeah. Um, we are joined together today in December 2021 to um, wrap up our year, to catch up, to put a whole bunch of things into an episode. So we have a couple of different ideas and thoughts that we were going to share today. We just got finished watching some of the BBC Yes. The clips. BBC Two radio yes. show. The big I'm, show that just happened a I'm few days ago in London. I'm what that was. Was that that thing where everybody could like... Send in, I want to go, no. and then they got picked to go. Somebody said they tried to get in on Facebook, and there were like 38,000 requests, so maybe it was. Oh, like wow. 38,000 requests, and literally it looked like less than 1,000 people in there. Is it like their yeah. version of ACL Live? That's what I was I think it is. That's but why did it say radio? I think because it was, it was, it was a just live on radio. radio program. Yeah. That they recorded. And they did They did the video. Will it be shown on BBC? Do we yeah, know? I'm assuming so, yes. Okay, well, our, our, our British fans, please come tell us on the Instagram page more details of what this actually is because it's really cool they did it. And it's cool because they brought all the people with them. So Graham Coxon was there and Ivorian uh, Doll right. to get on Hammerhead. And they got um, Hammerhead, which is so exciting. We haven't seen it yet, but they got it right, because she was right, there. Right. And maybe we'll get to see it in London. Yes. Just putting yes. that out there. Hope so. <laughs> Along with more joy. Along. <laughs> that means they got to fly a whole band over from Japan, but they might. That's you know. Okay. Not gonna happen. Quote unquote. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was not gonna happen in Austin. Right. Well, of course. No, no, I didn't necessarily mean. Yeah. Never mind. Never well, mind. That's another topic. Yes. So, okay, I was confused with this BBC Two radio thing and the recently rescheduled breakout records or break break break. That was like a Q and A. They got pushed till like later in the spring. So apparently, from what I can tell, that's a record store that they were going to do a Q&A in store. Okay. That then because of the COVID stuff, people had bought tickets or something for that Q&A. Okay. And that's been pushed out. But then they were saying on the socials, I don't think it's canceled. It's just going to be later on when people feel yeah. more confident to be in a, a big group. That's what the yeah. DuranDuran.com yeah. posted thing said was just rescheduled till April or something next year. So okay, it wasn't so, a show. It was just like a thing at a record store. So I guess this BBC thing was the one where you had to kind of get, not invited, but you had to sort of throw Pretty much like that. the ACL taping. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't buy a ticket for it. And it looks like they were all standing. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if we could see standing further up. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sure looked like everybody was standing. For yeah. Sure. Beyond BBC, we had multiple interviews recently. We've talked about a couple things just amongst ourselves together. But Peter Tong did an Instagram Live with Simon, which was pretty interesting. They talked all about Ibiza and their time together, like having brunch in Ibiza. And um, who was Peter Tong? He's a DJ. Okay. And I don't know anything else about him. Okay. <laughs> they go. They go way back. But he yeah, was he was like in Ibiza it. with Simon at some point. They have been there numerous times, yes. They talked about their times together and things they've done. Peter Tong asked Simon if he's ever sailed to Ibiza, and he has sailed around the islands, he said, but um, sailed to uh, motorboats. There's some other boat situation that was involved in. There was the Soda Jerker podcast with the two songwriters um, who – uh, interviewed John and Simon. That one's a very, very interesting episode, which we will address later. We well, go ahead. Um, no, no, that's that big topic that we wanted oh. to bring up. So there was also uh, a Mr. John Taylor on with Lori Majewski and um, the morning show a couple weeks ago. Did you guys hear this one? Mm-mm. You get a chance to. The you knows were oh, off oh. the charts. <laughs> <laughs> You know? You know? You know, that's a regular occurrence. (laughs) (laughs) You know, even when he doesn't mean to say it. Um, There was a couple of interesting things in that. And, of course, I I have an appreciation for Lori because she's such a a true and longtime fan. Um, So she tends to get a little more personal with them. And she shared, like, the way she felt about things as a fan, which I thought was interesting. Um, John said something um, about Errol Alcan bringing the bass out of him and how there have been times in the past that he's just sort of phoned it in and given his parts to an engineer who produced his parts in the studio. And I I thought that was kind of interesting. He said it felt better actually like playing the bass on this record this time. So I I started thinking like, what could I identify as John letting an engineer do his bass parts for him? And I don't want to think about that. And to follow up with your point, because I didn't hear the interview with Lori, but I heard John on with Lindsay Parker mm-hmm. on Series X and Volume. Mm-hmm. I think he may have been referring to and what he gave as an example is that, you know, like a previous album he used as an example of um, RCM uh-huh. um, being more electronic yes. based. And so yes, yes. he was kind of using that as an example of being in the studio with Timbaland uh-huh. and, and Justin Timberlake and whoever else you know was assisting them producing as opposed to Errol Alcan who is you know a fan mm-hmm. and who was like I want to hear the bass I want to hear the drums I want to hear like how you did on Seven Ragged Tiger or what you know an earlier album I want to hear that part I want you to do what you do yes and so I think that's kind of like the difference in maybe what he was referring to because that's what I got out of his interview with Lindsay Parker and I will say if for those who didn't get to hear that also <laughs> she mentioned reportage oh <laughs> and yeah. I was like because she's a fan yes and he was like, oh, do you already have a copy of that? And he was like, well, no. Like, can you send me one over? And he's yeah. like, he was kind of like, isn't that out there? And she's like, uh, no, it isn't. So, so Maybe again, he had it on his phone. So, again, <laughs> I, know, I know. So it was, funny, it was kind of funny, but it was funny how, like I said, she was like, no, I don't. But if you can send one over, I'll definitely give it a listen. And it's like, so I think, like, 
you know, we've mentioned this before, that it's still on their radar because it's been kind of coming up in the last yeah. year or so. Yeah, yeah. Nick um, mentioned wanting to get it out. Yeah, and so I think that, you know, maybe in the next couple of years, because it keeps coming up, that we might be able to hear um, something from that mm-hmm. album. Do they have to work out, like, the rights with Andy if that's what's holding yeah. it up? I, I think something about that, too, but I thought and we're kind of going off track, but the interesting other interesting part that I heard of, about from RCM that John mentioned with Lindsay Parker was he was like because she mentioned that Night Runner she's like that's still a banger to me and she was like you know I will say that you know because Andy obviously started off in the beginning of that album and you know and then decided this was this direction that they were going wasn't for him but John did say if Andy would have been on that track it would have been 10 times better oh my god! he basically said that not verbatim but he did say that wow Um, and so um, wow wow. yeah Yeah. I took I mean Shout out to Lindsay Parker yeah, because she awesome. is getting to the heart of the matter. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I would like for y'all to hear John with Lori because I, I took it differently than than the example you just brought up. So let's revisit this one in the future because I think it was it was a really interesting, honest interview. It was right. almost like he forgot he was being interviewed. It was interesting. I did hear Lori, I think, talking about it the day before because um, I was promoing the next day and she, she's like look our producer said the legendary John Taylor <laughs> there were some jokes after the interview about how one of the producers in the studio was like 25 yes. or something yes. mm-hmm. yeah, I was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> notorious is 10 years older <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, the the guy that produces the show that Nick and Lori does yeah. is about mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and he right. brought he brought this up. He was like, "You're all excited because you're talking to this guy who's been in the business for forty years." He's like, "I'm twenty five. Yeah. Well, it's the yeah. same situation with that other radio guy that interviewed John uh, several weeks ago, and like his producer or assistant or whoever. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a kid too, right. and he didn't. He wasn't as he knew of Duran Duran, but yeah. he wasn't as Familiar. You know, familiar, and so they were talking. He was talking to him before and then after, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was just interesting. And he he's acknowledged. Yeah, I've, I have a new appreciation mm-hmm. now, and mm-hmm. so it was cool. I used to sit by some youngsters at work, and I would make them watch Rio just. So for their education, I'm like, this is like the best video I've ever seen. I'm like, yes, it is. Like, so, yeah. So I'm going to, let's, let's task all of our listeners. If you have young friends. I have a story too, but keep going. But just I do too. share, share the love with them. What's your story, Judy? Well, I teach college kids. Oh, and yeah. this, this particular semester, fall of 21, has been a very Duran Duran centric semester. Maybe because they were here for my a week. kids know my life because I'm pretty open with my kids and I told them from day one how I was kind of going to be a little cuckoo this semester because my band was coming to town for more than a week. And um, when I told them the name of the band, one of my students turned around because she was kind of turned away from me and she was like, "That's my mom's favorite band. She even has a bedspread with all of their faces on it." And I was like. Alexis, your mom and I are going to be best friends, <laughs> but we never met. So I just think that's so funny. My kids are like 21 years old, and her mom has the bedspread. That's funny. A similar story. <laughs> My son, who is in eighth grade in middle school, his science teacher is a big Duran fan, mm-hmm. and like he was like, 
like almost complaining or just like, oh my God. She came to class, she was wearing a Duran Duran shirt and she couldn't stop talking about them because she was going to go see them, you know, at, at ACL. And I was like, wait, what? What? Did I know that? Because my daughter had her as well. Um, she's a sophomore in high school now. I was like, wait, did I know this? I, I don't know. And he's like, I don't know. He's just rolling his eyes. And so I, I emailed her. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hey, a little bird told me that you might be a Duran fan. And she responded back immediately, yes. And I asked her, did you go to the ACL? And she's like, of course I went to ACL. And she's like, I, I made my husband go. And anyway, we just like immediately bonded. Uh -huh. And I happened to mention to her, well, you know, if you're interested, we have a little podcast, a little passion project thing that I, I do with, with um, three of my other Durani friends. And so here's a link. Check it out. If, if you're interested, she's like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. I'm going to listen. And so apparently she brought it up to my son, like, recently in class. And so he's like, Mom, Quit will you please stop me. talking to my teacher? <laughs> what a way to get an so, A, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a way to get an A. So, Ms. Williamson, if you're, if you're out there listening. Hello. Welcome. Hi. And welcome. We're Good evening and welcome to our you. show. Yes. That is so great. So it was, uh, I just thought it was really funny. That's funny. So, okay, that is just an example of some of the media that has bombarded us lately. There was a moment after ACL and all that that I was completely overwhelmed and felt like I was never going to catch up and I felt like a bad fan because I just could not find the time to keep up. Yeah. Did anybody else feel well, like yes, they, they released an album like the next week or yeah. two weeks later. Yeah. So and it, then was, it was like just crazy town. Yeah. yeah. But isn't this such a great problem to have? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. we went like a, a, a hot minute without any of this stuff. Yeah. So we're so excited. Not complaining. Not no. complaining I, at all. I, I mean, not that you were complaining. No, no, I know. But I understand what you're saying because I haven't even gotten the chance to watch everything that we've just yeah. mentioned right yeah. now. Yeah. But it's such a great problem. It's just not a, it's a great problem to have not that it's a problem <laughs> one dilemma uh, to have the time yes to have the time to be so what a, what a great you know way to end this year i mean we are so thankful that the band you know came to our city for a week um that we got three shows within a week um that this album is being so well received Oh my gosh, and correct, congratulations, JT, yes, on the music yes, radar, yes. number one bassist in the world right now. We already knew that, but mm -hmm. thank, thank you to all of the people that voted. I know we talked about it on the podcast podcast page and so I'm so glad to see that John is getting the recognition that he deserves what was that record uh, bass player bass magazine player. cover and he yeah, yes, the right. bass player um, yes lifetime lifetime achievement award for that one. you know this album is being so well received I mean people that aren't you know core Duran fans and I know you know what they've heard they've loved you know it's just fantastic um, yeah. something, to hear. something I've been thinking about with the, the recognition that we've been seeing lately is and I know this is sort of a hot topic and maybe can be somewhat controversial maybe I don't know if that's that might be too heavy of a word but the hall of fame yeah <laughs> right so yeah. I mean it should that should happen that yeah. should just happen yeah. next year yeah. it should just happen so because truly there's no reason Dave Grohl needs to be in there more than once and he's in there twice yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Really. They spread the love. Up spread the here. love, people. And just so oh, you yeah. know, Future Cast is not eligible for the Grammys this year. They missed okay. the, right. the cutoff yeah. date. So we fully expect to see Grammy nominations <laughs> next year <laughs> for Future Cast. We're just saying. Yeah, I'm right. more optimistic about the Rock Hall. But. Um, you know, yeah. well, maybe what? Because the Go-Go's? Or, I mean, how? The Go-Go's. What's what? taken so long is what I'm still wondering. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But I think more people are noticing and asking why some of these people aren't in them. And, and so it's not even the Go-Go's finally made it and they should have been in there at least 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They were the first all girl band mm-hmm. that everyone played the instruments. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a no brainer, but there are some other snubs and Duran's always on the list of the snubs. So at least, at least when that conversation comes up, people are talking about it. I mean, they're not, they're not being totally forgotten and hopefully someone at the rock hall is going to think, well, you know, let's maybe that's where you need to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> except, except, except I don't want to live happened. in Cleveland. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are remote now, so. Okay. I can work remotely for the Rock Hall. <laughs> but can we also talk about, okay, so as you know, over the Thanksgiving holiday, there was a Beatles documentary that was released. And of course that got us thinking about like, what if Duran has all of this there's a reason we love Sing Blue Silver. Footage. Yes. There, there is a reason we love and st- can still quote Sing Blue Silver and even like three to get ready and all that stuff. Yeah. We love that. So what we're saying is two things from the, from the takeaways. First of all, the Beatles <laughs> documentary, Get Back, is fantastic. And if any of you out there were watching the Beatles documentary, did you notice when Paul McCartney said, Cinco Pate? <laughs> <laughs> Also, as soon as I watched that documentary, the first part on Thanksgiving evening, I was like, okay, where is the Duran footage like this? Because it has to exist. And then the next day, DBHQ started giving us some behind-the-scenes footage. So, all we're saying is more of that and all of it, please. Yes. <laughs> because we're fascinated with the process yeah. of music making. You guys have seen the acoustic hammerhead that Simon's playing guitar, or yes. Graham's playing guitar, yes. and Simon's singing. It's and fanta- all of it's fantastic. Lyrics and, oh yes. my gosh, I love that. I love we it so love much. the making and, and hearing how things come together, and you know, kind of back to the Beatles documentary, just like watching the documentary and off in the background like Jody and I were talking about <laughs> earlier is like you know Paul McCartney's just casually like getting you know let it be together right in the background (laughs) so can you imagine like I don't know like Rio coming together and some footage back in 1981 I'm just saying like release all the footage what I thought about that now is the time what I thought about that too is like there's a lot of conversation about how they get into the studio and write together yes. and seeing the Beatles do that to record this album, I was like, oh yeah, the smart bands and the ones who are still writing their own music and, and doing this creative thing, get in a room together and start jamming it out and getting loose and then things kind of form from those little tidbits that come from that. Duran Duran does that. That's what they do. That's how they write it. And they've repeated this over and over and over again. So I put that together, like mm-hmm. just seeing the Beatles in action doing that John and Paul the acting silly and singing and, and saying silly things and just creating this energy in the room brought together let it be and get back which took them weeks to put together so I imagine it's similar in the studio with Duran Duran yes too. let's not imagine let's find out yeah yeah, yeah release the tell footage. us more <laughs> show us more so I learned a fun fact this week about Paul McCartney 
because his daughter Mary is doing press for her cooking show, I believe. Okay. He's going to be on an episode, like, I think her whole family, like, pops in and out. And they're like, what was your favorite, you know, post-show snack? He always has a margarita. Really? So he loves his margarita. He's like, I "I have a good margarita, and that's my post-show treat, I think is what he called it. So I thought that was kind of a fun fact. And deservedly so, because the man plays for three hours. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Paul McCartney plays for three hours, guys, if you've never seen him live, yeah. so yeah. just saying. Right. Even at ACL, he played for, what, uh, Over three two hours? hours. It? it was over two, for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And live and let die. Yeah. Yeah, you're not giving that man an hour. No. No. no, no. Not at all. That is one of the best songs I've seen live. I can tell you all of all my shows, like, I can pick out some of the best songs wow. I've seen live. Yeah. In the Air Tonight with Phil Collins, best song I've seen live, Live and Let Die, when the whole stage is, like, blowing. <laughs> He, do, he does that indoors too. In a, in, yes. <laughs> indoors. I, no, I will indoors say the Duran, like Duran Duran concert, just the whole thing is. Sure. It, it's a whole yeah. another like realm. There are certain Duran songs that I have been some of the the best songs that mm-hmm. I've seen, mm-hmm. and they're probably the ones we don't hear all the time. Oh, um, mine's always Wild Voice, especially well, during the reunion. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. It was the yeah. anime. Yes. The anime oh, was awesome. Ah, yeah. oh, that. that was so good. So and they brought the anime back for more joy, but it's a different anime. Yeah. Because the guys were all in the other one. Yeah. So I guess we're talking about possible documentary. There have been rumors about a movie. Did did Roger say something about this? Yeah. yeah. I think Roger the biopic in the world. <laughs> Roger spilled the beans. So what do we think about that idea? Because I'm a little, I'm wondering if, because I thought I saw that he said that they had been approached and that that they were thinking about it or not. And it wasn't necessarily like, this is happening. That's how I interpret it. And maybe I, maybe it was just, I think the grannies then grabbed it and ran. Right. It's like, there's a different, there's a biopic happening. And And they all want Harry Styles to play JT. I think Timothy Chalamet would be better as JT. Oh, he is so Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. So what? So if they did a movie, what do we think? Would it be the early days through the breakup? Well, I mean, what on. do we think? I, let me just okay. backtrack for a second, and then let's talk Go about there. who we might want. What the heck is all this Broadway stuff that John and Nick have been working right. on for years? Well, right. had, I thought that was had more of a graphical thing. I, I haven't heard I them talk about that, it. In the I minute. didn't realize that it would have been it's related kind of to on the, the band. Burner. I thought it was just something separate. That's what I, I thought. I don't know why it's in my head that it was kind of a band-like biographical thing. musical thing. It could be their music. So the thing is, the Broadway shows that have been using this popular music mm-hmm. haven't necessarily, Head Over Hills was using mm-hmm. all the go-go's and it wasn't a biop. It was It was a separate story. We Will Rock You. Yeah. Was a separate story okay. starring Fandango and Scaramouche. Okay. Like they take what I've seen them do on Broadway is they take like their whole canon or their very popular songs mm-hmm. and then craft kind of like Mamma Mia did with yeah, yeah. with Abba okay. and crafted it around that. And that's how I've seen them do stage time. Doesn't mean Duran can be different. But I felt like that was more of the direction it might have been going is taking their songs and creating a story around it. Okay. So that we do need to know what's what's yeah. happening with that. Because yeah, we haven't heard them talk about that. And biopic on top of a musical. How the hell am I going to get to London for a musical and <laughs> worry about seeing a movie? I don't know. I'm I'm not happen. too keen on this biopic idea. Me either. I'm just not. Where are I don't, we have some strong opinions about the people who play them in the anniversary video. But that was put really together. Bad in but a, that was put together maybe. for this quick video by the specific artist that works with them personally. Yeah. And in a movie, the people don't have to look 
exactly like them. They 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 favor them enough to because I mean, if we're That's thinking about Bohemian movie. Rhapsody, what's his face, Ronnie? Ronnie, Ronnie did really well. He did, he did really, but they really had to put well. those fake teeth yeah. in and stuff. Yeah. And and then Taron being Elton, like he's a lot more handsome than Elton was. Like <laughs> I still thought they did. He did. A he good did job. okay. Yeah. But you know, so there's that. I feel like there's a little more freedom from an impersonator to an actor that's playing mm-hmm. the people. So mm-hmm. I think that that we shouldn't get hung up on that. Mm-hmm. My question is, is there enough of a story? I mean, we love them. Don't get me wrong. But is there a story there? If the story, is it the beginning through the breakup? Is it the beginning till now? I mean, we have any idea right. what, the, what, what the movie what would be? What is the story? I know. Because there could be, there should be individual stories. All different directions. Yeah. And if it's sort of a, all all encompassing somewhat it would be pretty condensed i just mm-hmm. don't i just don't like the idea it, I, I don't and i don't i can't see the band or at least some members of the band being super keen on that idea mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. i just I, I don't and if something like this actually happened i don't know that i would actually go see it oh wow see it. yeah we would have to i, I don't know <laughs> right to me it doesn't feel right to me it's like I kind of I've been I've, I was there with them yeah. and, and yeah. you know yeah, yeah. It, it certainly would be a different viewpoint right inside the inner workings or whatever but I, I don't need a movie to like yeah it's just you know like every I mean? biography I've ever read of them I it's always weird. finish the biography and go why did I even read that I knew all of that and it wasn't anything new and it wasn't anything yeah. that so I, I kind of feel you in that I don't think that in a biopic we're gonna get mm-hmm. anything new and it's really you know money well I'm gonna, is, I'm gonna play devil's driver. advocate for a second mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you always do you always back have. in the day we know their videos were 4,000 times better than anything else on MTV. Like when they first started, because they actually hired a movie director to do it. They actually went on location. This is why, while some bands were just sitting literally in a studio with a video camera, and they were making mini movies. To me, I feel like that could be part of this story, that they really helped kind of revolutionize music at that time. And I feel like kids today... That actually makes sense, and it's an interesting story. And I feel like kids today... Kids today... We're talking about Ellie's kids today, but they don't realize how big they were because bands are not getting as big other than BTS, but bands are not getting that big and not lasting as long. And so it would be kind of fun to see that happen, to set context for people who just really don't get it because they weren't around. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate the idea, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to happen either. I think the Broadway play will because I think that's more about the, their music and their catalog and whatever. And that doesn't have to be like a certain story to capture the masses. I don't know if it's even going to be a blockbuster. It could be like a Netflix or a Hulu or mm-hmm. like like yeah, the Dirt or yeah, whatever. It yeah. could be something like that yeah, that sure. doesn't have to be like a theatrical production. But the Dirt is based on the Motley Crue biography, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which came out like 15 years ago. Yeah. They didn't pull that movie together until way later. So there, there need I, there would need to be some correlation to something, and I thought the play, the musical, whatever it was going to be, um, would coincide with forty year anniversary. Apparently, there is no forty year anniversary. <laughs> well, the <laughs> because COVID now sort we're of about forty two or forty three, yeah. right? So, yeah, I'm going to hold out judgment. I don't. I'm kind of like. I don't know what to think yet because I think it's such, it's just early talks right now. So, um, to all of y'all's points, I would wait to see like, you know, how to see how things develop. I mean, there's no way that whatever comes out, I'm not going to watch it, <laughs> you know, to Suzanne's point as well too. I mean, if they're going to do
do something, I, I, I trust that they're going to do it right. So we, who if knows? they have any control, if, well, right. there is we'll, like that, we'll that see. biography exactly. that came out There's last that year, too. that please, please tell me now book that is trash. I don't want a movie based on that. Exactly. So that's the other part of it. It's like, if, if, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I think, don't wanna... I think they've got great management and I think they've got, you know, the right people running their ship. And yeah. so I feel like, especially now going with BMG, I mean, the fact that we were just talking about, we're overwhelmed with all of the yeah. publicity and yeah. interviews and we haven't had a chance to watch all of it means that like, this has already been a better, better move, move for them in that regard because they are out there and they're mm-hmm. getting all of the press that they deserve and they're really promoting this album. Mm-hmm. So I trust that in the end, like things will fall into place as they should. Um, whether we have a final product, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I wouldn't be too terribly upset if it was something like the behind the scenes stuff that we want, kind of like seeing Blue Silver in the theater. I would absolutely jump all over that. But that isn't necessarily a biopic, right? No, that's more like a documentary. Biopic is fictionalized reality or the other way around. Reality, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I still think Timothy Chalamet could be a great JT. Is his yeah. chin square He's enough? got the, it it the bone structure. I don't I can't remember. Is his chin I think it is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen Doom like five times already. Oh, my gosh. But I, I, that's not his only movie, obviously. Yes. Well, so this is going to be Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, y'all. This is our... Wrap up of the end of the year. Can you believe 2021 is like almost over? It's just I crazy. I think this has been, oh gosh, that chin is like chiseled straight yep. across. Fantastic. It's not as long um, though. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. It's too many it's squared, in it. It's squared, it. but it's not as long as <laughs> He's in um, The French Dispatch and so, so yeah, good. Oh my that. gosh, that's so good. I want to see that. So this year, I, I, I don't know if it's just because I, was so excited about October or what, but I think October kind of made this year seem not so bad. Yep. Yeah. And I keep yeah. hearing many people say, <laughs> yeah. God, 2021 is just like 2020. Yep. Kind of not. Kind of we had weeks that we had. <laughs> a whole week of magic that yes. um, has kind of superseded some of the rest of that. So. It was very cathartic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. It came exactly right. October week one, the first week of October. Yeah. Came exactly when we needed it. Like couldn't have come a moment too soon because that's exactly. So to me that it, that was my Christmas quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So we're just, we're just ready to venture out, see what. How completely grateful and lucky are we that we were the location for the only North American show this year was in Austin, Texas. This fantastic city of ours. Yes. Yes. Fun fact, when they played the F1 show, that was the only North American show that year. Mm -hmm. So Duran Duran loves Austin, and Austin (laughs) loves Duran Duran. (laughs) Simon has been wearing his Austin shirt. Rocking those shirts. So that episode of Austin City Limits should come out Soon. after the beginning of the year. Yep. We're watching any day now. Yes. Because that's like um, three weeks from now. It's been a year. <laughs> yeah. And then in the next year, up until July, you're going to hear us talk a lot about London. We're going to London. We're going to see Duran Duran at Hyde Park. Woohoo! Yes. So, um, Which is hopefully going to be the kickoff of their tour. So then hopefully maybe next fall they'll be back to Austin. Right. That's right. Yeah. So next year, it's on, y'all. It is, it is on. on. Happy holidays, everybody. 
stay safe, stay healthy, and we appreciate you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask Alexa. Make sure to also follow our Instagram page too. See you again real soon.